The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Welcome back to another week of Summer in the Psalms. It's day 29 of that on Amen, Brother Ben. We're going to be reading Psalm 90 through 92. By the way, if you don't know, I appreciate you. Love you. Thank you for listening. Hope you've been enjoying the Psalms like I have. I've been reminded of of a different kind of uh, masculinity as I'm reading these. I know some of you are like, what? Are you, what? Listen, David, who wrote a lot of these songs, was has often described as a warrior poet. If you know the story of David, you know that you know he was a bad man, Majama. Right, he had some some war victories, and he was a he was a, a righteous, manly dude. But also, he played instruments and wrote poetry. Right, got in touch with his softer side. Um, so I, not that I'm going to call myself a warrior poet, but that would be a cool thing if other people would say it about me. So if y'all ever want to do that, you just go ahead. <laughs> anyway, um, I was just one of the weird places my mind goes when I think about not only what the words say, but the things that were happening. You know, if you dig into a little bit of the history of some of these Psalms, it's really enlightening. Um, And Psalm 90 through 92, I got to say, this is an interesting set of readings because they sort of progress. And I would love to say that this was all my grand plan, but there were, when I was making this reading plan, that if you're participating in that, um, honestly, I just went by the numbers. I went, okay, well, let's try to give them an equal amount of pages and, and content to read each day so they don't get burnt out but um this these three psalms kind of progress in an interesting way that i want to talk about um because it starts out in psalm 90 which is what i really want to make more uh investigation of if i if i had to just describe psalm 90 in in one phrase it would be life is short Right, life is is short. That's what a lot of this psalm that kicks off book four um, talks about is is how how awesome God is and how minuscule we tend to be. Talking about how we're basically our lives kind of disappear and wither, and compared to how awesome God is, it's, it's no contest. Um, but then he starts to talk about God's anger a little bit which you see is a recurring theme in some of these Psalms. Some of these Psalms are, yay, Jesus, yay, woo. And some of them are like, oh gosh, God's mad at me. Um, because of verse eight, verse eight's a good uh, description of why God would be mad at us or could be mad at us. Because in verse eight, he says, you spread out our sins before you, our secret sins, and you see them all. Yeah, I counsel with people in my church and otherwise, and you know they they always think or they they it's a big thing for them to uh, admit sin. Like I've I've been on my church lately for confession. Like we gotta confess, we gotta confide and confess in each other. And I know it can be hard. I've been there, um, but God already knows. He's He's got it all laid out. We think what we have. Uh, hidden in the very recesses of our mind or of our past or in the darkness, God has spread out before him and he sees it. It's kind of a intimidating thought. Um, 
And and so that's why you understand verses like because when you think about that, and then you can you you read verses like Psalm ninety eleven that says, "Who can comprehend the power of your anger? Your wrath is awesome as the fear you deserve." Ugh. Right? This is you're, you're going. What 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 are we going to do here? Are we just going to rag on me and all my sinfulness for this whole psalm and this whole podcast? No, because it then transitions to verse 12 that says, teach us to realize the brevity of life. Other translations would say, teach us to number our days so that we may grow in wisdom. These things are, these things are intricately tied together. Once we understand that we're sinful, right? Once we understand how awesome God's anger deservedly is, then that makes us all the more aware of the shortness of our life, the brevity, the, the how our days are numbered, uh, and that out of that grows wisdom. And part of that wisdom, if you again, let's make the connection here, because it says once we do those things, so that we may grow in wisdom. The beginning of wisdom, according to Proverbs, is the fear of God, the respect, the you know, the recognition of who God is. And then it kind of uh, turns into this, turns our hearts towards a cry for a savior. As again, a lot of these Psalms, they, they may not say Jesus's name, but they definitely push us towards a longing uh, for a Messiah, for a savior. Um, and, and it helps us to make, you know, when I read that verse about numbering your days and seeing the brevity of life, it, it, inspires me to make decisions with an eternal lens. Knowing that my life is not as as long as I think it is. I was just this this week um taking my young well my now he's not my youngest son, but my my older son slash third child uh to his kindergarten open house, watching my older daughters who are in like fourth and fifth grade now looking and talking all grown and messing with my emotions. And I'm realizing how quickly that transpired. Freaking Facebook uh, time hop can be an emotional dagger when I see the little, I'm like, oh, they were so little. Because why? Because boom, life happens so quickly. And so we need to uh, make decisions with eternity in mind because our life is short. And that that leads to Psalm 91, uh, which is a psalm all about uh, taking shelter and hope in God. Right, it puts you in a place in Psalm ninety where you're kind of, if you're paying attention, you may have an uncomfortable feeling in your stomach because you're thinking about your sins, you're thinking about how short life is, you're thinking about the anger of God, and I know that some people have messed up and only preach the anger of God without the other part, the other side of the coin. But the anger of God and the awesome rage of God uh, that is not him flying off, temp, you know, losing his temper. It's it's just. When, when God is angry, but it, it, it's a part, it's an essential part of our understanding of God and our understanding of how things work. And so then we go to verse 90 or Psalm 91 that talks about taking refuge in that same God, which is pretty cool that the same God that, uh, rightfully, uh, is angry at sin. We can also take refuge underneath, um, and it says, if you do that, then things are going to go well. You, No one can conquer you. Um, 
And God is going to trample your enemies. Um, he will rescue those that let, the Lord says, verse 14, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. So God is, is now following this up with some encouragement. And then Psalm 92 kind of finishes off this trilogy, if you're reading all through it, with, a, with what's called a Sabbath psalm. Right? This is a psalm of rest and enjoyment and, and, and thanks, because it, it says in Psalm 92 that the godly will flourish, that, that once you, you, you take yourself from a place of, uh, of recognition of your sin and, and the brevity of life and the anger of God in verse 90, and then if you put your hope in God, and what that means for us is the, is the refuge of uh, the cross, Right, the, because God's anger—you're talking. You're like, why is God really mad at me now? Well, his his anger and his justice and his wrath was satisfied through Jesus Christ on the cross. Uh, and so, when you we put your trust in the the what they say, call the person and the work of Jesus, of who he was, and in John 14, you see that he is the way, the truth, and the life. You put your hope in him, and you take your refuge in God's Son. Then you get to enjoy. And, and, and rest, and Jesus becomes your Sabbath, right? Sabbath was a, this idea in the Old Testament and somewhat in the New, where you took a day off and did nothing, where you stopped working, you stopped your efforts, and you took time to relax and enjoy God, right? And, and there's lots of different teachings. We could talk about Sabbath another day. We have actually, I think, in the podcast before. But um, Jesus becomes your Sabbath at that point. And so you get to enjoy what he has to offer. Um, it, we, we just, Psalm 92 is all about worshiping God and enjoying his presence. Um, and, and, and then how the, the godly, which again, Jesus makes us godly. Um, then we will flourish. We will bear good fruit and it'll be a good thing. So it's a, it's a cool little kind of beginning, middle and end story with Psalm 90 through 92. Read it more in detail, uh, and then let it bear its weight on your soul. 